everyone, and welcome back to Crossroads Minute. The podcast where we analyze the 2002 Britney Spears vehicle Crossroads one minute at a time. I'm your co-host, Aaron. I'm your co-host, James. Content warning for Minute 80, we're going to continue the discussion about how Mimi lost the baby. Yeah. Whether or not you like that phrasing, that is the phrasing that was right. used. So, the I have this minute beginning with Mimi saying, I had decided to keep her. Right. And going through Lucy saying, I'm sorry, and Pop sighing in a very popish way. I kind of looked at it as Pop melting a little bit. I said, he should... He shows the worry that he should have been showing the whole movie. Like, yeah, he's going to say something in the next minute about like, you had me just so worried, Lucy. I didn't know where you were at. Yeah. It's like an exasperated, but also like parental relief (laughs) sigh. It's it's a very unique kind of sigh that I think only (sighs) you only experience when you are in a caregiving situation and the person who you are caring for has really, really worried you and you're mad, but also relieved. It's kind of fitting for the last thing that happens in this minute of this week. <laughs> Cause it's like, yeah. it's like at the end of the MacGyver credits. Now I'm not asking you to be super familiar with the MacGyver credits, but in season one, the MacGyver credits end with him going like, just sort of like a, like a, like a, I survived that as the credits. end, yeah. And it's like, Yeah. That's how I feel in this. I'm like, huh, okay, here we go. <laughs> yeah. The bad stuff is done. Now we can get on with the rest of the movie. <laughs> exactly. Now let's get famous. All right. Um, yeah. I have a question for you. Sure. Did Mimi need to be pregnant in this movie? No. Did they make her pregnant just for the drama of her losing the baby? Yep. Is that as fucked up as it feels to me? Yep, because the thing is, if they wanted the drama of Kit and Dylan breaking up, they didn't need Mimi to be pregnant for that to happen. They could have just had him cheating on Kit. There's a mom thing going on in the movie. There is a mom thing going on. And here's the thing. I said it yesterday. I've said it before. They don't give Mimi enough in this movie. So for her to be the character who goes through the worst thing is pretty fucked up. Yeah. Like it's pretty fucked up for her, for the character who goes through the absolute worst thing that happens in this movie to be the one who is basically an afterthought and a punchline. It a little bit feels to me like the message is, look, Kit's mom is there and she's fucked her up. Lucy's mm-hmm. mom wasn't there, and she fucked her up by not being there. Yeah. Thank goodness Mimi lost the baby. And that feels so fucked that I can't even stand it. Yeah. Like, it almost feels like a happy ending is being given to us, and um, and I, I don't like it. Yeah, I don't either. I mean, because we, you know, when we when they were in the fancy hotel, we had talked about how, like you said, Kit's mom fucked her up. Lucy's mom fucked her up. Mimi's about to be a mom. I... You could do different things with that. Like... You you know what I would have preferred? Is for Mimi to have been more pregnant. Like, eight months pregnant. Like, baby's born early but not dangerously so. Right. Fall break. Mimi trips. Yeah. 
Mimi goes into preterm labor. Mimi has a baby. Mimi decides to keep her. Mimi decides that actually being a recording artist is not what she wants. Right. Like, let's have some element of motherhood be redeemable right. in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Because honestly, I don't think that being a recording artist is what Mimi wants. No. Mimi couldn't even do freaking Joan Jet karaoke. Right. Mimi is not going to get up on stage and try to win a record. Like she, Mimi's not going to be the next American Idol. Well, and I don't think that she... I think that the recording thing was kind of a means to an end. A me means to an end. Um, sure. For the Pacific Ocean thing, which is weird. I mean, honestly, they could have had... Mimi not be pregnant and just, yeah, I'm going to go do this recording contract or this recording thing. Come with me if you want. Right. And then like it would have been without having her having been raped by Dylan, the moment of Kit and Dylan and their breakup would have lost some edge. Like Mimi being there wouldn't have made any sense. Right. But they could have just sent Kit to Dylan's apartment and had Mimi go souvenir shopping or they could have had Kit drive Mimi there and Mimi be like I'm gonna wait in the car right like I don't want to go I don't want to stay back in the room where Ben and Lucy are getting it on I don't want to go up and watch you and Dylan get it on like I'm I'm good in the car right I'm just gonna stay here and listen to my my songs right Mimi's good out here boom boom this radio gets boom cat I'm good <laughs> <laughs> like I just, yeah, I don't know. I think that Mimi being pregnant makes for a much more interesting kit breakup. Yes. But it's not necessary. And it makes for a more interesting kit breakup at the expense of Mimi getting anything good happening to her at any point. Right. right. And I really hate that. I think it would have made a lot more sense if... You know, and you know what? Mimi could have been assaulted by Dylan and not pregnant. Like, there could still have been a moment where they were talking about, you know, what was your worst moment? There was a perfect lead-in to, well, one time. (laughs) Well, yeah. Like, or no, it wasn't what's your worst moment. It was, well, Mimi, why don't you drink? Right, right, right. Is it because, you know, or Mimi, you're so lucky you can't drink because you're pregnant. All they had to say is, you know, Mimi, you're so, like, be glad you decided not to drink tonight. And and then the other one is like, yeah, why did you decide not to drink tonight? And then they have that conversation. There's no reason why Mimi had to be pregnant. If they were not going to give Mimi a happy ending with her baby, there is no reason for her to have been pregnant in this movie. And actually, I'd never really... I had never really thought about that, but now I'm just angry. Yeah. Like, I'm really mad at Shonda Rhimes. Yeah. Like, really mad. Like, want to go TP her house, but I can't because I'm not allowed to leave mine. <laughs> Levels of mad. Plus, toilet paper is a commodity now. You know what? I would I would be willing to waste wow, it. Oh, all right. That's how, that's how mad I am. <laughs> I mean, only like one roll, and it would be like the single ply that I accidentally bought and have been slowly getting rid of. Over the years, it lives in the guest bathroom. <laughs> Actually, I think I did just because nobody ever uses that bathroom. I think I did just finally get rid of right. it. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sure that there's a a word for what it is that adding in a like a sexual assault and a pregnancy from it for the purposes of like heightening the drama. It feels like like almost like shock 
like shock porn, like something like that. Yeah. I'm sure Elizabeth would have a word for it, but yeah, it, it it's unnecessary and it doesn't, I mean like there's a theme, like we've said of like motherhood, but it's not a, like it's not, it just is sort of a theme that dumps on motherhood and I don't know that that's valuable. So like, yeah, it's not an interesting theme. It's not a thinker of a theme. It's sort of like a, huh, they're all related to mothers. Interesting. Yeah, if they had let Mimi have her baby at the end and have a happy ending as a mom, then there would have been some redemption to all of this, you know, you stay with your kid, you fuck him up, you leave your kid, you fuck him up. Like, that's not necessarily the case. Sometimes you stay with your kid and things turn out okay. Right. Like, it really makes me wonder what... Shonda Rhimes' situation with her mom is. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like... Well, I mean, like, I, Meredith I'll, Grey has also, a problem with her mom, and, like... Yeah. So. We had read one article where it sounded like a lot of this movie was... Britney Spears. Like, the story the story of this movie was Britney-driven, but I'm pretty sure Britney and her mom are very close. Yeah. Well, but I think the article we read was, like, Britney was like, what if there was a, like, a road trip movie? Yeah. That's true. So, yeah, there's no reason why Mimi needed to be pregnant, and now I'm just angry. (laughs) Well, then I've done my job. (laughs) Yep. Uh, So yesterday you said the most heartbreaking thing was Mimi saying, they said I lost my baby like it was my keys or something. I think I would argue that maybe even more heartbreaking is in this minute when she says, I would have been a good mom. Yeah. And Lucy just goes, yeah. Yeah. Like, because, I mean, what else do you say? Yeah, like, that's not, not the time to argue the point. It's not the time to talk about yeah. upbringing or, like, background or preparedness. Also, you know what? I think Mimi would have been I, a good she mom. Would've I think she would have, too. I think she would have been, she would have been one of those moms who is, honestly, she would have been kind of a Lorelai Gilmore yeah. type mom, where they're best friends, but there's also a clear parent-child relationship that, because of the best friends, sometimes it gets blurred a little bit and when that child is a teenager there's going to be some moments of i have to be your mom and not your friend now right and the kid's like but you've always been my best friend why are you acting like such a lame mom now yeah if it's a daughter she could call it mini mimi which is which is cute mini mimi (laughs) (laughs) well and she she said i had decided to keep her oh yeah so there you go so which is why earlier in the week when i had the note it's a girl i was like what the fuck (laughs) erin We don't find that out until, like, Friday. (laughs) (laughs) Aaron's prophecies just can't be contained. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the whole tragedy of I was going to keep her feels like like a sort of Alanis Morissette ironic sort of situation. Like, and wouldn't you know it that also the other thing that's a bummer is I had decided to keep her. Like... Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and it was yeah. my Mimi birthday. Says that, like, yeah. Mimi <laughs> says that she was standing in the Pacific Ocean and the baby kicked and it just felt like a sign. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm now extra angry. Um, I would like to talk about Pop if you are ready to move Let's on and do talk it. about Pop. Let's talk about Pop. Cool. Pop shows up. Pop hops in. Mm-hmm. Pop hops on screen. Right. There, there it is. It took me a second, but I got there. So Pop hops on screen, mm-hmm. and he says, just what were you thinking running away with a pregnant girl? 
oh, well, that's why she had to be pregnant for that line. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, like, that's the most important part of any, like, why is Mimi being pregnant relevant to Lucy running away? I guess because they're at the hospital. Yeah, like, you know, you ran away with somebody who was in a delicate condition, right. quote unquote. And now look. You know, yet one more thing that could have gone wrong, and it did. And then he gives her, like, half a second and then goes, Lucy, I'm waiting for an answer. Like, didn't give her long enough to process that she needed to answer. But also, like, does he expect an answer? Right. What were you thinking? Oh, well, I was thinking was... (laughs) What I was thinking was that a road trip with my friends sounded way more fun than interning at the hospital. And looking around at this hospital? Correct. (laughs) Yeah. What I was thinking was Ben is really, really cute. Have you seen Ben? (laughs) (laughs) Have you seen the tattoo? (laughs) Dad, have you met Ben? Oh, wow. Nice to meet you. I get it. (laughs) (laughs) Right? (laughs) I am suddenly no longer mad. He starts talking about how he had to take cash out of savings that was meant for her college so that he can get a plane ticket and a hotel. And, like, I get it. Yeah, but... I get it. Like, I do. I get that that... But... On the other hand, why didn't he have an emergency fund and a college fund? Come on, Pop. Don't you like planning? Right. Or, I mean, like, you know, I can understand maybe he didn't have an emergency fund. Like, you know, single dad. Yeah. You know, he's a car mechanic, which is maybe not the most high-paying job in tiny town Georgia. Right. Like, I get that maybe, you know, the the college account was the emergency fund. Like, yeah. all of the extra money goes in this account, and it's meant for tuition and i guess also emergency but we don't have emergencies here in hemmings georgia i was about, i was planning on having a heart attack when you graduated from med school <laughs> right yeah i mean like like i get why he's like ha- you know having to spend the like on top of all of the worry and stress and everything of her having disappeared like that to also have to spend a couple grand that right. he wasn't planning to spend, even if that was in the emergency fund and there was a separate college fund. Like, right. having to suddenly... Because, like, buying a cross-country plane ticket day of right. is not going to be cheap. Right. So, and and he certainly isn't like, okay, well, it's cheaper if I go on Tuesday. So I'll just go then. Right. Like, I just... I, I get it, but it also makes me really angry that he's yelling at her about running off with a pregnant girl, right. yelling at her to answer him, yelling at her about the money, instead of ever letting us see him, wa- you know, like, arrive at the hospital, come running in, Lucy rushes into his arms crying, right. because, her you know, she's just, you know, seen her friend go through this heartbreaking thing. And she finally, like, her dad is there, and she can finally break down and stop being the grown-up in the group. Yeah. And then see him be a good dad and console her and say how worried he was. Instead of just, he's always yelling at her. Yeah. Is this movie anti-parents? I think it might be. (laughs) I don't know if it means to be. Is it supposed to, like, be trying to connect with teens by just ragging on the whole idea of being a parent? I I mean, it kind of feels like that. It does feel like that. 
Like nobody has a nobody has good relationships with their parents. Even Lucy, who at the beginning had a good relationship with her, a little. I mean, like Dad was a a lot. He was a right. bit extra, but but they seemed to have a good, if somewhat power imbalanced, relationship. Yeah. But like the longer Lucy is gone, the more Dad just gets mad yeah. instead of ever showing legitimate concern. Yeah, I'm still holding out hope that this sigh is going to result in him on Monday's episode being like, I was just mostly, all that aside, I'd love it if he said the phrase, all that aside. That'd be great. Yeah, it would make me feel a little bit better. Yeah. But I still don't think it would make up for the entire movie him being kind of a douche about everything. everything. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I... So, Crossroads, colon, parents suck. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, if you think about it, none of the characters... I was I was going to say, you know, none of the parents are just very well-developed. And so, like, Kim and Dan just had to come up with whatever they could. Right. And I don't like the direction. I think that Kim Cattrall took it in a perfectly fine direction right. for what she had to work with. I would have liked to have seen Dan Aykroyd be a little more lovable. Yeah. Um, but honestly, there isn't a single character in this movie who gets well-developed. Any development that we see comes from what the actors are bringing and right. not what is in the script. Like, Anson Mount brings it. Yeah. Taryn Manning brings it. Zoe Saldana brings it. Brittany is also in this movie. <laughs> doing perfect, doing perfectly fine. <laughs> and Brittany's doing so cl- well, sweetie. We're, we, we're loving this movie for her, but like... Yeah, bless her heart. <laughs> like, I just... I mean, like, she, she's doing fine, but Lucy get, probably gets the most development out of any of them, and even she is pretty bland. Yeah. Like, if you just look at the script, and you take the performances out of it, and you just look at the script, I mean, Kit becomes less, I want to say less self-absorbed, but she does force Mimi to face her rapist. Right. Multiple times. So I would say Kit becomes less snobby. Right. But that's not really like a character arc so much as a character step forward. Right. Ben doesn't have any character arc because nothing changes about him whatsoever. He's the same person. They just find out new things about him. (laughs) Yeah. Mimi could have had a great character arc if she'd gotten to keep her damn baby. Correct. I think Lucy, when she says, let's go camping... I think we're supposed to be like, oh, look at that. The planner is is now changing the plans at the last minute. Yeah. But she's still planning, so like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's also, again, not an arc. That's a step in a different direction. I feel like Dylan and Henry have as much character development as any of the people we've been watching for this whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I, and I think, you know, and I'm I'm going to include Brittany in this when I say that it feels like there's more character happening than there is because yeah. of the performances. Yeah. I mean, Lu- honestly, Lucy is a boring character. Sure. Main characters often are. Yeah. She's the ingenue. Right. So like, there wasn't going to be anything fun for Brittany to do with her the way there was for Taryn. Right. Taryn was given not a whole they were like so your character's pregnant and she was like cool I get so many chips <laughs> and just like and and yeah I feel like they said so your your motivation is that your character's pregnant and Taryn's like I got this yeah <laughs> just 
Are we sponsored by Pepsi? Are we? We are. Great. I'm. Call, I call the lays. Yep. I feel like I'm dunking on this movie a whole lot, and I do want to be clear. I I enjoy this movie. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be doing this podcast if I didn't genuinely enjoy this movie. But this format makes it really easy to see the flaws that you would not have otherwise yeah. noticed. And especially having an in-depth conversation with someone else where you're breaking things down. Yeah. It had legitimately never occurred to me, what would this movie be like if Mimi wasn't pregnant? Right. It would be the same but better, is what it would be like. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I think that I'm going to have pretty much like a lifelong appreciation for this movie, like that I wouldn't have had if I just watched it a couple of times more. Same. I, and and I, I think that there's nothing, you know, Pitch Perfect's my favorite movie, and I could I could make you a, a, a full-page list of the things that I find absolutely mind-bogglingly wrong about that movie. Like, right. <laughs> like, yeah. I just, I seethe a little bit during certain parts of my favorite movie. <laughs> yeah. I, I really do feel like going forward watching this movie, I will just basically, as soon as Lucy and Ben are up against the air doing the arm thing. Yeah. I did go back and rewatch that and I did see the reflection. So I do think that they were up against the glass, but it was not clear that that's what they were doing. Right. Um, right. Because the glass was so clear, it right. wasn't clear. Yeah. But you did. It. But I think I think that next time I will go basically from there. I will just fast forward to basically next week. Yeah. And now you know yeah. exactly what minutes to go to. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Which is the whole point of this entire format. Uh-huh. We have social media. Yeah, we do. We are on Twitter at Crossroads underscore Min. I am individually on Twitter at Unabashed James. I am at Unabashedly Aaron. You can support our network by by supporting our Patreon at patreon.com slash the scavengers network. For $2 a month, you can get access to all sorts of bonus material from all of the shows that Aaron and I do separately or together. And then everyone else on the network, people are just sort of tossing all sorts of bonus content up there all the time. So uh, come check us out on Patreon. Remember earlier this week when we talked about our Twitch stream and I talked about how Morgan and I have been playing Dream Daddy. Yeah. You want to read some Dream Daddy fan fiction? That's right. You want to fill in some blanks that the game doesn't fill in? Do you want to watch the Dream Daddy fill in some blanks? Well, no. He, he, he doesn't do the filling. Dang. Yeah. Um, yeah, I may have been unable to sleep the other night, and uh-huh. I got frustrated that we don't get to see any of the love scenes happen. So I maybe took it upon myself to write them. So yeah, for for $2 a month, you can go read that, but don't do it at work. There's a like a three-minute um, outtake from Thanks for the Lyrics. Yeah, there's all sorts of stuff on there. Um, largely by Aaron and I, because we love to yeah. have outlets for us uh, talking more. <laughs> yep, sure do. <laughs> all right. We made it. We did it. We finished it. Well, not quite. We still have like two more weeks. Uh, right, but we finished the hard, the hardest part. Hey, Aaron. Yes, James. Let's be best friends forever. We will. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.